0: Hello, and welcome back to After Whistle Sports Podcast. I'm Dylan, and I'm joined by Jack today. And we're a little bit off schedule, not because um, we're changing up our college football preview times. We're going to still be doing those every uh, Tuesdays, but we're also going to be doing a college basketball preview for all the major uh, Power Five conferences for the upcoming season. So we're basically just getting a little bit of extra uh, basketball analysis in here. Um, We're going to be starting off... I think we're like one month away from the season. We are. We are, we are exactly four weeks away from the season. Okay. So um, we're going to be starting this week. We're going to be doing uh, the Big 12 preview. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing SEC. And then we're going to be doing the ACC. And then finally, the Big 10. So uh, these are going to be like, I think, a little bit shorter. No love for the Pac 12? Oh, <laughs> shoot. I forgot about the Pac 12. We're, we'll we're putting the Pac 12. The Pac-12 will find, find its way in there. <laughs> it's, it's a Midwest Maybe we'll double there. up,
1: yeah. We'll see. Yeah. The ACC or something.
0: Yep. So uh, let's just get started. So these are our big 12 um, power rankings. We're going to be going from uh, 10 to our top team, uh, giving some analysis and maybe some outlook for the uh, season. Let's start with our Last place team, Um, I think we're going to have the same one here because they finished last place in the Big 12 conference last year. Uh, This is going to be Iowa State. Again, just just really tough season last year. Um, They had really poor efficiencies throughout. Their defense wasn't clicking at all. Um, They did have a couple of chances for some upsets. Uh, They did play Kansas close last year, but this team is still rebuilding. Um, uh, One thing to know is that Gabe uh, Kalshar is a transfer from Minnesota. Who's expected to play a big role for them this year, but again, it's Iowa State. They're they're not going to be a tournament team. They're going to probably be in the bottom half of the of the uh, Big Twelve conference again.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I have Iowa State here as well. I will say, like, I don't think they were that bad of a team last year. Despite they really were, despite their two and twenty two record and zero and eighteen in conference, which like is terrible. Uh, I mean, they were kind of talented. Like, no, they were the, the, coming off their COVID. Uh. Pause actually almost lost to the Iowa State team. Yeah, no. Ended the, the, up big the, th- national th-
0: the Big 12 is just a really tough conference yeah, uh, sure. in general. So, like, Iowa State is is the last – probably even the last place team, but that is not a bad team by any means. No, um, for
1: sure. I I think – I mean, they have a new head coach this year, uh, T.J. Yeah. Otzelberg out of UNLV after, you know, firing uh, Steve Brum after his six years, which, you know, not a terrible six years, but – Uh, A a good start. They got a couple of uh, new transfers, I believe. And this is, again, not going to be a tournament team, but not a bad squad.
0: Not a bad team at all. At Number nine, I got uh, Kansas State. Um, This team is just one of the interesting teams because it seems like Bruce Weber has um, a few years where – they are in the bottom half of the Big 12, and and they're absolutely not looking at the tournament. And in a couple of years, well, they'll get a four seed in tournament and end up uh, going to the Sweet 16. But I don't think this is a, a a tournament team as of now. Again, not a bad team by any means, but compared to the rest of the Big 12, I just don't think that um, I just don't think that they're going to be competitive enough. Uh, yeah, again, I, I
1: think. I, I, yeah, I'm with you there too. I have Kansas State at nine. I'm pretty sure they were like 323rd in offensive efficiency last year, which is, again, against good Big 12 defenses, but that's terrible. Um, Their team is very young this year. They had a lot of guys depart, a lot of freshmen as well as, you know, uh, sophomore JUCO transfers come. Uh, Again, not going to be a tournament team probably again. But uh, you remember they made the Elite Eight in 2018 after three straight trips to the NTAA tournament. Yeah. Oh, uh, one,
0: one thing to look out for here is just a player I have a note is uh, sophomore Niall Pack, who last year as a freshman shot over 40% from three. Um, He's going to have to do a bulk of the scoring, I, I believe. Um, he's a really talented player. But again, like the Big 12 is such a gauntlet that that team's just a, a couple years away, I think, in terms of. Um, just their age and, and their talent level. Let's yeah. go on to number eight. Number eight, I got TCU. And honestly, at TCU, mm-hmm. I TCU, I'm going to, like, put together with K-State a little bit in, in the fact that those are both young teams that um, they're just a couple of pieces away from being able to compete in the Big 12. Uh, but they did get Micah Peavy, a transfer from Texas Tech, who was highly recruited uh, coming out of high school. Um, he should give him a little bit more offense. But, again, TCU is one of those teams that, I think that they might be able to win a couple of games they shouldn't win um, in the Big 12, but they're not competitive enough to get in the upper half of the Big 12 and and make the tournament.
1: Yeah, I mean, this team will beat a couple better Big 12 teams this year, almost for sure. They did it last year. Kevin Samuel, uh, junior center, just takes over games. He's kind of a problem if you don't have a big guy to guard him. Got a couple of, you know, important, uh, Desmond Baines since averaged 16.6 points a game uh, left. You know, they finished at 500 last year, 16-16 and 16 with a 7-11 record in conference. Uh, and I don't know. We'll see. This is, a, this is a team who, you know, they'll probably do about what we expect. Uh, yep. They don't really have any, any stars who are going to elevate this team uh to a high you know seed they, like their, their floor is, is pretty high but i think their ceiling is pretty low. Well.
0: I, I agree with you on that now let's go to our seven spot and i just want to make a note that in my opinion just looking at these teams i've ranked seven to one i think all these teams have a shot like a really solid shot at the at the tournament um so i think we're gonna spend a little bit more time on each team here my number seven team and i was kind of going back and forth with a couple of teams here but I have Oklahoma with a new head coach, Porter Moser. Um, again, Porter Moser is an amazing coach. I think that their defense, once he implements that, uh, Loyola Chicago type defense in Oklahoma, um, they're going to be good no matter what. And, you know, in the big 12, it's a lot about defense. Like you have to make sure that, uh, you can create turnovers and you can limit some of these explosive scores. Um, again, they lost Austin Reeves, who was really Mr. Oklahoma last year for them. basically did everything. Uh, that's just hard to to make up. But they have a couple of solid players. Uh, Amosha Gibson shot, again, 40% from three last year. Um, should maybe be contending for the leading scorer role um, for their team next year. Uh, Jordan, they also got Jordan Goldwire, who's a transfer from Duke. Um, he's going to get a bunch of minutes. He's a great defensive player, um, really solid playmaker. Uh, Oklahoma is one of those interesting teams that, Again, they have an outstanding coach in Porter Moser, and I just want to see – I think they do have some talent left over from last year.
1: Yeah, uh, I have Oklahoma here as well. You hit most of it, honestly. I think Porter Moser, uh, his addition, you know, after departing from the Loyola Chicago program, he really just did a phenomenal job with in the last couple of years, uh, is going to determine it. I think he's a great coach. I think he's going to do a good job. Uh, Austin Reeves, I mean, averaging 18.3 points per game, as well as their other two leading scorers also departed. So this is going to be yeah. a new Oklahoma team. Uh, they added some transfers. Uh, you didn't mention uh, Tanner and Jacob Groves, brothers from Eastern Washington, oh, uh, led yeah, that yeah. team last year uh, to the uh, tournament, actually. Tanner, the, a senior with the Big Sky Conference Player of the Year, averaging 17 points and eight rebounds. Uh, they yeah, well, watch out also for Kansas last year, basically yeah. on the backs of those two. Um, Oklahoma, I think I think they'll they'll do pretty well this season.
0: Yeah, and this is this is gonna be a theme I feel like throughout when we do our uh, our outlooks for each conference. There's a ton of transfers, ton of new faces oh, on these teams. Um, we even didn't even mention Oklahoma Elijah Harkless, who's also probably gonna be a starter. Another transfer. Um, they like I even, mean, they could honestly run out of three or four transfers in their starting lineup.
1: Yeah, we, in college football, we talk a lot about about these like general trends of the sport. I think basketball college, the, the the biggest one has been the transfer portal. I exactly. mean, it's like every single year, like half the team
0: leaves and goes somewhere else. It's like exactly. a and, it's and within conference too. Like we look at the big 12 and, and when we go across some of our other teams, oh, like yeah. there's going to be a transfer from Texas tech. There's going to be a transfer from Kansas. There's going to be a transfer from Baylor.
1: Yeah. There's I mean, transfers
0: te- within the conference, which I think true. is super Baylor, interesting.
1: Baylor, Texas, Texas tech, these teams, I mean, they were, they were, on the freaking
0: transfer portal this year. We'll yep. we'll get there. What do you got? Go number, s- number six. And I kind of, again, I grouped them with Oklahoma a little bit, but I have West Virginia here. Um, I'm really excited about this roster from just a scoring perspective because Bob Huggins' team, they're always going to be good defensively. We know that. The yeah. defense, no matter who's on that team, the defense is going to be there. I was a little bit worried at first um, how their offense is going to look, and I'm still worried because they lost Miles McBride, who is – absolutely incredible for them um, especially in the tournament where he was just going off but Taz Sherman um, he's just like a human firecracker he can go out there and give you 20 points on almost any night Um, Sean McNeil great three-point shooter is again also back Uh, this is definitely a a tournament team Um, I could see this team maybe getting up to uh, like a five seed six seed level depending on um, how they play I think that's probably their ceiling as of now but uh, what do you think? I think they're definitely a the team. Yeah, I, I'm probably with you. I debated between you know, them and, and
1: Oklahoma at the sixth spot. I think losing Deuce McBride, obviously a phenomenal player. But additionally, Derek Culver and Jordan Mugabe, both huge parts of this offense and defense. Um, they do have some of their guys left, though. You mentioned Sean McNeil. You mentioned Tad Sherman. Another guy is Jalen Bridges. Uh, yeah, Bridges, as well as Isaiah Coxley. Oklahoma, I mean not Oklahoma, West Virginia. This team last year was really deep. They added uh three transfer, four transfers, I believe, uh, as yeah. well as some yeah. freshman recruits. I think Bob Bob Huggins is always gonna have a tight roster. Uh, this is definitely a, a tournament team in, in a high level. I mean, the Big 12 has six or seven very good. Yeah. Teams. yeah. And,
0: and I would say, I don't think this is, I think it's gonna be a little bit different West Virginia team than we saw last year. I think this is gonna be a, much more reliant on three-point shooting, um, and they're not going to really feed the post as much because they don't really, they don't really have that guy yet. Um, this is going to be a pretty mm-hmm. perimeter-oriented team, but I'm still excited to see what they do.
1: Yeah,
0: let's go on to number five, and my number five team. This is, I think, where we're going to find a lot of differences. We're going to start differing a little bit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sure. So
0: I have a number five Texas Tech. Um, they lost Chris Beard. They still have a talented roster. They they did lose a lot of transfers as well as well, but. Um, Terrence, Terrence Shannon's back. He's an NBA player. I have a markdown that he's um, on my list of a preseason all Big 12 player. He's just crazy talented, amazing scorer, great on defense. Um, they got Kevin O'Banner, uh, the, one of the Oral Roberts heroes from the tournament, as a transfer. He's going to be able to space the floor. Um, they also have uh, Santos Silva. Uh, down low to clean up some rebounds. Um, I honestly think he's he's another double-double type machine. This team is super talented, and I really want to see how they function without Chris Beard, but the sky's the limit for this team. Like In terms of talent, they're right up there with, with my top teams in the Big 12.
1: Yeah. So at five, I've got one definitely very different from your list. I have Baylor. Um, the reigning national champions, I mean, I just think there are four teams in the Big 12, all of which I will talk about, that have much, much more returning talent and much, much better, uh, you know, like new talent. Baylor lost, Masio Oteague, Davion Mitchell, and Jared Butler, three just absolutely phenomenal guards who are all going to be good NBA players. Yes, they have the same, you know, Scott Drew going to do a good job. They, got, they landed a huge transfer in James Octonjoe. Who averaged 16 points per game in the, in, in the pac 12, which is a big deal. Uh, but I just don't think this team is anywhere near as good as they were last year.
0: I don't know, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll get to the Baylor when I get to Baylor, but uh, let's go on to number four. And number four, this is where I have Oklahoma State. And I was really impressed with the job that Mike Boynton did last year. And I, I know he had Kate Cunningham, but again, that team was really good and they and they definitely overachieved. Um, This team is really underrated, I feel like, going into the season. I feel like not many people are talking about them on the national level. Uh, They have a ton of talent. Uh, Avery Anderson, who we saw a little bit in in certain moments, um, his offensive presence, but I think this year he's going to have a much bigger role. Uh, Caleb Boone was another player that played really well last year and is coming back. Um, They have uh, Musa Cisse, who's a five-star transfer from Memphis, who really never was able to connect into Memphis, but he's a great big man, um, should be able to give him some more presence inside, which is honestly something that they missed uh, last year. And the last year's team, I think they did have some size concerns um, and they really didn't do anything in the paint except for Cade Cunningham just creating. Uh, Rondell Walker is super talented. Bryce Thompson is a former five-star combo guard, probably going to be a shooting guard for the Oklahoma State team. I really like this team, and you know what? I think that their floor is probably, like, an 11 seed, but their ceiling could be up to, like, a 2, 3, or 4 seed. Like, if this team gets it going, which I think they will, um, they're going to be really scary for the teams in the Big 12.
1: I think this team can definitely be a 2 and 3 seed. I have 2 or 3 seed. I have Oklahoma State here as well. I mean, K. Cunningham obviously dominated, you know, last year. as You know, a top – three. Was he number one overall. Did he go number one overall? Yes, he was definitely okay. number one overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the number one overall pick in the NBA draft, obviously. But I mean, he really overshadowed some other really key contributors from last year's team. Avery Anderson, you mentioned, he had 30 when in the couple of games Kate Cunningham was out, uh, he led he led this team. I mean, they beat West Virginia, he scored 31 points. Uh, I mean, he there Isaiah uh, like Kelly. Uh, Matthew Alexander Moncrief I mean Caleb Boone you mentioned right The transfer Bryce Thompson uh, You talked about
0: This is a really good team um, this is, They're super talented And you know what The thing I like about this team Is that this, they just have size all over And so they, they can defend Anyone can defend one through five And so yeah. we saw it last year with Cade and that team But <laughs> they're tough matchups for teams like Baylor Just because when they try to run their pick and roll actions Or their uh, screen actions They can switch everything
1: yeah, and so this Cunningham
0: was out. I mean, obviously he would score 40 points to do that. There were a couple of games
1: he was out, and this team looks very good, even without him. They're I good. This, this will be I think Oklahoma State gets at least a five
0: or a six seed this year. Okay. okay. Uh, I have uh, my number three seed, and I think this is gonna be different than you, but I have Kansas here. And um, the, the first thing about Kansas is that they just have a ton of transfers. This roster is almost like completely different besides a few key pieces that I'll mention. Um it's completely different than before. They still have Jalen Wilson who um was just an outstanding scorer from basically all three levels um from the from the perimeter. David McCormick is gonna be dominant in the post. That's just what he's gonna do. Um, he's an absolute double double machine. Uh there's not there's not many matchups in the Big 12 that could really guard him head to head which is, I think, why they're so um, dangerous in this conference because you just don't get that many uh, Big 12 big men that could really do that. Like, we think of the Big 10 as, like, the big men conference, but McCormick in the Big 12, I mean, he's right up there with those guys. But um, I'm just not sure about how this team's really going to click. Their new point guard coming in is Remy Martin, transferred from Arizona State, really talented, but – Transfer point guards are, are just tough players to like uh, look at just because they have to run a whole new offense. They have to go in there. They have to be playmakers for their teams. I am not quite sure how this Kansas offense is going to look. The defense, I think, will be spectacular. They have a really solid defensive roster. Bill Self is always great at having defensive teams. I just don't know if they could score at the level of my top two teams, which, which is why as of now, I have them, have them on my third team. This could definitely be a one seed. This could be a two seed. I just – I like my top two teams a lot better at this point.
1: Yeah, I'll talk about that when I get to them too. At three, I have Texas Tech. I, I mean, I think you really were underselling them. They have guys coming – the guys coming back um, are – so, yes, they got rid of Magma and Yes, they lost this Beard, which throws it a little bit into flux. But the talent this team has, Terrence Shannon, Jr., Team's leading second leading scorer last year, probably will be a first round pick in the draft. We went to said mentioned going to the draft last year, elected to return. Kevin a elite rebounder, great ball hander. Mar- Marcus Santos sova average double digit at, at the center and was great on defense. And the, the two additions to the roster I mean, Kevin Ognor, we saw in the tournament, played unbelievably, uh, you know, just a great player. Uh, and the other addition that we didn't even mention, or uh there actually there are two more transfers. Sardar Calhoun, uh who yeah, I'm came from Florida State, and uh Bryson shooter. Williams, um Bryson Williams from Fresno State, who averaged 15 points last year too. Obanore averaged 19 and 10, which is also crazy. Everyone on this roster will be taller than six foot five. Uh I mean, I think even without Chris Beard, this is a team that will legitimately compete for the Big 12 title and will be a four seed for higher.
0: I don't know, man. Like I, I agree with you that the talent's there. But how much of this Texas Tech team was just Chris Beard? And it's just – honestly, like, I, I'm willing to say that Chris Beard's defensive scheme is, is second to none in the entire country. He just has a way of, of getting his players in the right positions on defense. I don't really know. I, I, like, I like the talent, talent there. But I do think that there are some inefficiencies on that team. I'm not quite sure about the three-point shooting. That is one thing that Texas Tech has struggled with. And I don't think this roster is really built in a perimeter way. Like Terrence Shannon is a great player, great scorer. He struggled at times shooting the ball. I just – I don't know where you're going to find the three-point shooting on that team.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. The new coach, Mark Adams, has been under Chris Beard for the last eight years, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I think they, they run it back, if not are better than they were last year.
0: Yep. All right. At my number two team, I have Baylor here, the reigning champions. And you were a little bit lower on Baylor because, of, and, and I acknowledge that they lost a ton of guys, of course, but they really just reloaded. Uh, Flagler still there. Who we saw last year, just an outstanding three-point shooter. Um, Matthew Mayer is going to be incredible. Uh, they have James, of course, James Aquino, who you mentioned before, the transfer point guard from Arizona. Um, and they have like really outstanding recruits coming in. Five-star uh, Kendall Brown and then Langston Love. Kendall Brown is going to be really, really good. I think he's going to win Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Um, I think he's due for probably 13, 14 points per game. Outstanding three-level scorer, can score inside, can play make. Um, he's going to be really, really good. And I just think Baylor again under Scott Drew, this team. When I'm looking at how they stack up defensively, how they stack up. Uh, being able to shoot the three ball, which is of course the main reason why Baylor won it uh, last year. But I just think they match up really well with the other teams in this conference. And I would not, I would not be surprised to see Baylor have a one seat again.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll see. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, they clearly have the, the infrastructure and uh, could get back to you know that same level, but I just don't think they have the balance. Um, yeah, fair enough. All right, are we good for my number two? Yep. Uh, I'll keep this a little light, but uh, Texas is my number two. I mean, I, I mean, I really debated it with, between them and my number one team. Uh, but th- this team, you know, had like five NBA players last year, given a couple of them left. They have Andrew Jones and Corton Ramsey. Uh, Courtney Ramsey back uh, at at guard, and uh, obviously the the big story is the transfer portal. I mean, the number one transfer, Minnesota guard Marcus Carr. uh, We know he just tore up the Big Ten last year. Great defensive conference, but averaged 19.4 points a game and five assists. Uh, I mean, but there's more transfers. Big man Trey Mitchell from UMass averaged 18. And seven rebounds. Hey, hey, let hey. me. I,
0: i I'm, That's my number one team. So let me. Uh, I know. I
1: will. Get, but the, I mean, me a word Dylan Bisu, Timmy Allen, Christian Bishop. They have so many transfers. I'll let you. I'll let you talk about them. But yeah. All so, right. Let's hear. Let, let's
0: hear. It. Uh, of course, Texas is my number one team. This is not only the most talented team in the Big Twelve, but I, I'm, I'm looking through the national rankings as, as we're going together and going conference by conference and doing our power rankings. It's hard for me to find teams that are just more balanced than Texas. This team's incredible. Uh, Coach Beard, I've talked about before, he just has such a great defensive scheme that that's exactly what Texas needed under Shaka to Smart. They could, score, they could score the ball at will, but they really just needed some more defensive presence. They needed some, um, just a, a way to kind of stop some of these Big 12 defenses, especially Baylor, who we know is going to come out and shoot the three ball over 38% and uh, upwards of 40%. This team has so much athleticism, it's really scary. And it goes down to the bench as well. They have so much depth. Marcus Carr, you touched on, is going to be uh, – he was the best point guard in the Big Ten. And he just transferred to, to Texas now. So Definitely top uh, two There are two wings. Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones are incredible, both really solid three-point shooters. They have Trey Mitchell, Dylan Um, uh, They have th- uh, a lot of great bench pieces. Timmy Allen can light it up from anywhere on the floor. Christian Bishop is a uh, – another just like three point shooter that I could just roll out and he doesn't even need that many minutes. You put him in there for seven minutes, eight minutes a game and you can get nine points off threes. Um, this team is a legitimate national championship contender. Um, I would not be surprised if they get the, like, even the number one overall seed. Th- this is such a talented team that um, they could just match up well with almost anyone they face. They have length, they have athleticism. They can shoot the ball. They can defend. They're well-coached because Chris Beard, he's going to do a good job no matter where he is. I honestly – I think that there actually is a, a um, uh, tier below Texas that has the other Big 12 teams. I think that they're just better in terms of uh, their matchups and their talent than my number two team, which is Baylor. And I think that there's actually a solid margin between those.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Texas will be in one seed in the tournament as well. Um, I think Gonzaga will be a one seed. I think UCLA will be a one seed. I think Texas will be a one seed. And I think my number one team, the Kansas Jayhawks, will be the fourth one seed. Texas is very, very talented. They have a new coach. It's hard for a new coach in his first year. I know it's Chris Beard. I think he's going to do a great job. I think he's going to be at that program for a long time. I think right now, Kansas is more – experience and their roster is it is, is more similar to last year obviously last year they had their fair share of struggles but the duo of Jalen Wilson and David McCormick coming back both after double digit season Christian Braun is back leading scorer top defender Okai uh, Agbaji coming back after the okay. NBA draft process uh as well as some transfers uh Remy Martin is the most important one averaged 20 points per game uh, at Arizona State, I, I think he was like all packed 12 I mean, he was really yeah. good. Uh, and they got some other, you know, Joseph Yosefu, Drake, Damon Coleman, Land. Also, Rankin. add in
0: add in highly ranked freshman Zach Clements. So a really yeah. solid of players coming back. Yeah,
1: yeah, KJ Adams as well. Two two uh, top sixty freshmen. Uh, they can they can go deep in, in their rotation. Uh, I, I think right now this is the best team in the Big Twelve, but I think we are going to see. Or we could—I mean, you know, the basketball. I think we could easily see two Big Twelve teams in one seed. Hell, I think we could
0: see—I mean, three. I—I I don't know. So, so as we close this out, um, if you've been listening, you—you've you've noticed that we're all both really, really high on a lot of these Big Twelve teams. Are you? Would you say that this is the best conference going into the season? I mean, it's got to be up there. It, yeah, I, I think, it's, I think I, it's either this or like last I think year.
1: It definitely was. No, like I mean, I think for I sure mean,
0: the the Big Ten regular season was tough.
1: I don't think it so. was a lot. I, of big, I think last year the Big the Big Twelve. I mean, Baylor, Texas, yeah. West Virginia, Kansas, Texas yeah. Tech, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. I mean, that's. Were, two, I I would,
0: I would, two, would say the that, you tournament
1: too. I think they were.
0: Yeah, I, I would say that the Big Twelve and the ACC, in my opinion, are, are the two best conferences going into the season. The ACC. That's interesting.
1: I don't know. I would say right now I think the Big 12 is the
0: best conference. Ooh, or the uh, SEC. I, the SEC is tough, too.
1: I mean, they're, they're all We're going to get to right. it. We, we
0: don't, don't want to get to our well, SEC. We'll get to yet, talk but.
1: about all of these. This is fun. Yeah. i I like
0: this. This is good. Uh uh-huh. So, I think that's going to wrap it up for our, our short little preview. We're going to be um doing our college football rundown stuff on Tuesday. All the same. Yoss is going to be there. It's going to be just like normal. But Loss. Um, lost.
1: I'm, Bam-a-lock.
0: hey what we don't want to, we don't want to spoil this, this is the basketball Bam-a-lock. podcast this is the and... basketball one this is the oh basketball one um we're gonna be trying to do these basketball short little um uh like conversations for uh probably in the weeks leading up to um uh, the season in about four weeks we might double up and do maybe like two and one or we'll see because we also not to mention we have to, i messed missed, like, the Pac-12 in our initial uh rundown. I would of also schedule. like to
1: have one where we, like – we, we do the American
0: Conference. we could like do, like, a group of fives.
1: We maybe do a tournament prediction one, too. So oh, we, we could six, do that. And then, do in the next but four but weeks. we
0: also – Jack, even though, like, they're not a Power 5 conference, like, there's some good group of five teams. That could be legit We could do a group of five rankings, teams. too. Like a top ten. We'll have a lot going teams. on. We'll have a lot going on. Just stay tuned. There's Make more content. Exactly. I hope oh, make you sure enjoy it. you guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, make sure you have the podcast downloaded. And make sure you have the notifications. Share it around. See you guys on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Go blue.
1: Go Bruins.